You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hi, Paul. Hey, Grace. So the internet knows us really, really well. Us? You mean Cedar or just people in general? Just people. Oh my gosh, it does. Um, I don't know what your targeted ads and like your social media feeds look like, but mostly pasta makers and, <laughs> and grills. <laughs> I was really hoping if you were going to share that it was HR appropriate, and, and yeah, it was. And it was. Yeah, pasta makers and grills. That's okay. really good. Mine's mine's a lot of mommy content, but mm. um, they also do they the internet the algorithms. Mm-hmm. They know that I'm into HR and employment law. Oh yeah. And I get all these HR videos. Oh, no kidding. So they know I'm a nerd. I even wore my glasses today for this podcast Sweet. just so we could talk about nerdy things. Um, but I've, I've seen a couple that I thought would be fun to talk about. There was one, and actually this wasn't even an HR blog, but they, they got me with their targeted video. Mm-hmm. And it was a financial planning site, but they were celebrating people who had two remote jobs at the same time, secretly. Mm -hmm. And the point of the video, but I was kind of watching it Mm -hmm. from a different angle, was look at how great this is. You know, they're paying off their mortgage, they're out of debt, they paid down their credit, you know, whatever it was, they paid down their credit card, Mm -hmm. good for them. Um, And I was thinking all about (laughs) the employer's perspective. Are remote employees? Now I'm wondering (laughs) what they're doing. Um, But... I, it, and then the kind of the the next thought was, well, our, our handbook covers that, and uh, how how do we protect our employers from this happening to mm-hmm. them, and how often is this happening? And I wanted to talk about that phenomenon a little bit. Okay, so let the immediate observation. It, it is okay. So one of the things that we do when we work with our members. And one of the things our members want to do, so what this is what we want from them and this is what they want from us, is they want to be in, in integrity. They want to follow the laws. I can tell you it's very rare. It has happened on occasion, and we have had to let a member or two go over this, mm-hmm. whereby one were working through the issues in their office or were uh, maybe just getting exposed to them, and we discover that they're doing something that's not exactly copacetic. Maybe they're not computing overtime quite correct or they're not paying bonuses properly or, or, or any myriad of things. I mean, it's astounding how many of them are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. I need to fix this. So mm-hmm. they really want to be in an in, in integrity and yeah. um, doing the right thing and following the laws and they're really not trying to break break any rules. So with that in mind, knowing that I'm an advocate of employers, I'm a small employer myself, mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, I think that uh, I'm just going to say this. Maybe we have to cut it out later. <laughs> I think that if your financial advisors are celebrating what is in effect wage theft, it calls calls into question that company in and of itself. Yeah, it's 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 not honest. Yeah, the the secrecy part of it, it, and my brain immediately went to our moonlighting policy. If mm-hmm. you have a Cedar handbook, everybody is required to disclose if they have another job. Yep. And in, on the one side, I'm with you. Like we're employer advocates at Cedar, mm-hmm. and you want to go, wait a minute, you know, no. And then 
the the other side is I think about, well, for years I've been taking calls in the solution center where people, you know, they waitress after work or yep. they bartend after work and yep. hey is that a problem and am i allowed to approve that and and it's it, but now it's like these things are happening at the same time and if they're not disclosed right that's that's really the problem it, um, it really is the problem because you don't have a say in it so yeah. here, here's the thing yeah if i gave you a say in it grace would you if you were the employer would you say yeah it's okay for in one five minutes you work for me and in the next five minutes, you work for someone else, and then you come back in the next five minutes. But the problem with that is, look, let's take away the integrity and the moral mm-hmm. issue here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something called the scrum principle. Yeah. This is a very well-known principle, which has been researched to heck, and it was kind of founded around software. And the idea that if you worked on, um, if you work on multiple things at the same time, instead of focusing instead of just focusing, that it can take up to 10 times longer for each of those individual things to be accomplished. Yeah. So say it again, because I have to say it again sometimes just (laughs) so I understand it. If I have 10 things in front of me and each of those things are supposed to take one minute a piece, and I try to do all 10 of those things at the same time, like Mm -hmm. switch from one thing to the other and keep switching gears, each of those things go from taking one minute to 10 minutes each. So the whole process is 10 times longer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the the defense to that is to you always want to narrow it down because we're already all multitasking. But now are we going to have an employee who's multitasking in two different areas? Two different jobs, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, it seems impossible that you would be able to perform at the level you need to perform at oh. for, for both. Oh, let me tell you how, let me tell you how it is possible. Um, you have an employee who's working for you and they have figured out how to do their job and, and it, it, because they're an asset to you, you hired them because they're an asset to you, but they figured out how to do their job for you and two hours a day because they can write code because they know how to manipulate yeah. Excel and they don't tell you that they figured that out. Yeah. So in other words, they are not expanding your capabilities. And I think that's what we expect from people and people expect from us. Right. Okay. We expect from people, employers, managers, owners expect from the folks that we're working that, that are working with us and for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we expect them to get more efficient, to make us better, mm-hmm. to improve us, to improve our relationship to our customers, to our patients. It's it's a symbiotic relationship. And in return, they expect us to get better. And us meaning the employer, the manager. In other words, I want to, um, you know, I, I think that, Grace, you, you expect, you've been here for a while now. I hope you've seeing that I've gotten better. Absolutely. And that teased me up so perfectly. We couldn't have even rehearsed it better because it's not just this one video. I've watched some that were, and they're funny. They're hilarious where employees are like taping their mouse to their Roomba, Uh you know, to keep keep your active um, or to their fan. Or there's actually, I learned recently, like a software you can install that's like a random clicking software. There's actually a mouse pad that you can get from Amazon that actually fakes like it's moved. I didn't know about the mouse pad. Um, So maybe this is just me being a little naive then, that all these things already Uh exist. People are... Um, out teching each other. It's the radar detection scenario. They make better radars for the cops, and they yeah. would make better detectors. And be. <laughs> the same company was making both units. So we're we're having yeah. a race, but yeah. it's really also like 
an engagement issue. Uh -huh. I think we, we have these videos, they have millions of likes out there oh, online. Yeah. You know, employees really relate to this stuff. And as, as a manager and Paul, you know, you as a small business owner, you're kind of thinking like, well, what's going on that they feel like they need to be doing this? Are mm -hmm. they just like that disengaged? And maybe it's possible to be at big, big corporate America and be that disengaged. But at small businesses, we need everybody to be engaged. And I think most of our Cedar members are small businesses mm -hmm. and building up that engagement and making sure you don't have those people who are taping their mouses to their Roombas right. um, is kind of phase two of that. And I know you have lots of thoughts about engagement and that's a I do. buzzword right I, now. But Yeah, I, I have lots of thoughts about engagement, but this, this, this runs the, runs the gambit, you know, the employees trying to make more money mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm typically not against it. We have the moonlighting um, uh, policy in there so that we can make some kind of decision and put some parameters around it. Because, you know, if my, if my manager comes to me and says, I'm going to be taking a full-time job managing a fast food joint on the weekends because I'm trying to make ends meet, then this is not going to work for either one of us. Mm -hmm. Nobody can work 80 hours managing two different businesses. Now I, I use an extreme there, but even working an extra 20 or 25 hours to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the past, we've solved that in a lot of different ways. We've, uh, one of the suggestions we have is just figure some extra work for them, mm -hmm. put it inside of the parameters of the business and say, you know what, I can help you earn some extra money. Let's let you work some overtime. We've got these projects that need to get done. Let's do this for the next two months. Let's, let mm -hmm. me help you, you help me, and, and we're, we continue to work together. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just got to tell you, it, I've seen those things too. Yeah. And it just makes my, it makes, it, it, it's not, it's not okay. It's I, not okay. But, yeah. th you know, the world is changing around us and, yeah. and we're, having to take, we're having to take a close look at what's going on. Truly. Um, well, if we want to recap though, I mean, it really goes to that moonlighting policy, what it says and how I explain it to people is, it's, it requires your employees to tell you if they're working somewhere else. So you can be in choice. And you can choose. And it's it's not the same as a non-compete. So mm -hmm. it doesn't say you can't work anywhere else. Nope. It says you got to tell us whether it's you're nannying on the weekends and it's six hours and it's not a conflict and we approve it. Mm -hmm. Or it's I took another full-time billing job yeah. for another you know, medical office yeah. and I'm going to do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's when you're going to have some questions and, and concerns. And we've always had that policy and it's always been a very powerful policy. But now as we're starting to like loosen up the reins a little bit with people working remotely mm -hmm. and people feeling like they can kind of maybe pull some of this stuff off. And now it's being celebrated a little mm -hmm. bit that that policy becomes maybe even more important and more powerful as we're seeing it applied in a different context. I'm paying you full time for full time work. Yeah. I'm paying for I'm paying you for a certain number of hours. There's another policy in the handbook that says this is these are the number of hours you're a full time employee. You're expected. I am um, as an employer. I am trying to um, pay for things for you with you. Like I trying to provide health insurance, and make my contribution. There's a lot that I'm mm -hmm. doing um, where you're whereby you're causing me some problems if you're the employee doing this. Let, let's not even talk about overtime. Yeah. Like what happens when you've been working for me and secretly working for someone else at the same time, and then all of a sudden you clock overtime? Right. Well, I think at that point you're stealing from me. I think yeah. you're stealing from me before, and I'm not in choice as the employer. Right. 
So I, I, you can see, you yeah. can tell from my tone that I have a lot of problems with this yeah. because I believe that we should be transparent with one another. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's an interesting trend to watch and something I think will bubble up at a lot of our offices mm-hmm. and um, worth, worth spending a few minutes thinking about. Crazy things. Crazy. That is a good what the hell just happened in HR. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Thanks, Grace. Yeah. That was a curve. <laughs> Didn't solve that one. Thanks, Grace. Sorry. All right. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.